Built by Mountain Barn Builders, it's another installment of the high school playbook. As many schools wind down their schedule, preparing to head into winter break and get ready for Christmas tournaments, whether it's pre or post the actual holiday. But so many great matchups that we've already had this week. So many more we will have later on in the week, Friday and Saturday. And a couple that will even play Monday or Tuesday of next week prior to diving headfirst into those Christmas holiday tournaments. I'm Colin Castleberry with you as always. Again, the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. We begin up the interstate tonight on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders in Cumberland County where we check in with Stone Memorial girls coach Mike Buck. The Lady Panthers fell to Knox Webb, the Lady Spartans, on Monday night. Coach Buck with us now. Coach Buck, a hard-fought loss on Monday night uh, against Knox Webb. That's a really good team with a very, very talented roster, including one very, very talented player. Uh, What did you like from your team against, you know, the Lady Spartans, and and what are some things that you learned in that game that you guys are going to have to get better at come January? Sure, yeah, it was a uh, um, real... Uh, good test for our girls. I love the way we came out and we uh, started the game off um, doing some really good things offensively, uh, and then we kind of just went in a uh, went in the tank a little bit offensively, and they they got really really hot. You know, um, we were up nineteen to six at one point. Next thing you know, it's forty seven to twenty nine, so a forty one to ten run. Um, that and I burned a bunch of timeouts and and. Uh, uh, just couldn't quite get it stopped and under control. But, um, yeah, you know, they, they're talented. Uh, we felt like, you know, them from the perimeter was not their strength necessarily, shooting the three. But uh, as uh, this crazy game sometimes does, um, you know, uh, it, some people get really hot. You know, they, they, they made 14 threes um, on us last night and just one of those things where, it looked like everything they threw up went in. They started with a bank three from the top of the key at the buzzer to, to end the first quarter, and it kind of just uh, spiraled from there. But, uh, yeah, they're real, they are really talented, uh, and Coach Hernandez is doing a really good job with them in his first year there, um, and he'll do great things moving forward with them. But I, I, I like the, uh, the way a couple of our guys – I like the way all of our guys competed, um, you know, but we just had some silly – turnovers um and we missed a lot of shots that we have been making uh and so that's not a very good combination whenever you're playing somebody who gets a a good team that gets hot like that uh you know you're probably not gonna not gonna win that game if those things happen no most certainly not you talked about right there you you called several timeouts trying to slow them down trying to to kind of temper what they were doing uh, how do you guys get better out of the timeout? Because that's obviously something a lot of coaches will tell you is huge, is coming out of a timeout and, and being able to, to get a stop and or get a bucket. Right. You know, and, and, and I feel like we did pretty solid coming out of timeouts. You know, we were able to make some defensive adjustments um, that worked for, you know, a trip or two, but then they um, the, that momentum that they had uh, – you know that good feeling that they had on the offensive end, and 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 I feel like our rims up here are pretty good shooting rims too. I think uh, I think they would agree with that if you were to call them and ask them. But um, you know we, we did some pretty good things 
uh, out of timeouts, uh, defensively made some adjustments, and then offensively we're able to. Uh, we we had uh, you know a few possessions there where we were able to execute and get the look we wanted. We just we were just you know we just missed it. So um, yeah, that's that's about as uh, about all you can do as a coach over there to to help you know stop you know a snowball is rolling downhill like that. But um, but I, again, I was proud of our kids. Oh, that's and, and that's weird. You know, we got beat um, you know at home. Um, I guess. Pretty sound, but you know they if they they made fourteen threes. That's a really big number. And so if you know, let's say five of those gets gets them back down to a good shooting night rather than a great shooting night, and then we make a few shots. I mean, so we're right there where we needed to have been. Uh, but you know, it it, uh, it it was a it was a you know kind of a uh, a fragile game for a twenty point game, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. A f- 14 threes is a is a big number at any level of basketball for sure. You Certainly. guys, yeah, yeah. You guys there at Stone Memorial are kind of in a unique position where geographically uh you end up coming this direction a lot towards Nashville, towards uh the Upper Cumberland area and and then on and so forth. But uh after Knox Webb, then you've got Oak Ridge and Fulton next, so three consecutive games with teams going east, right, towards Knoxville. Correct. What do you like about playing some of those teams from the east, going east a little bit, and seeing uh you know, obviously as somebody who's from there, seeing kind of a different style of basketball that they play uh on that side of the state. Yeah, it, it's it's neat. You know, we always want to play the toughest schedule we can put together for our kids, so that they can, you know, have a good feeling of what you know, who we are and, and uh, what we are good at, what we need to work on, things like that. Um, I think heading, like you mentioned, geographically right here. You know, we can go up to Pickett County. We can go play. You know, we used to play a lot of. Uh, you know, we played Cleveland already this year, uh, and like I said, Webb, and then Oak Ridge and Fulton this this next weekend. I think that us being uh, right here, um, one of the strengths, one of the, I guess, the best parts about playing teams from East Tennessee is that uh, it's, and the older I get, the, this makes more sense, but, um, you know, we always bump our game times up, you know, a little bit. So we're always done earlier. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's definitely a good thing. You know, being right here on the uh, Eastern time zone uh, is the, Eastern uh, County line. Our County line is the actually time zone, but uh, yeah, it's a different style up there. You know, they, they, uh, um, they, they put a lot of pressure on the basketball. They're really athletic. Um, you know, all three of those teams that you mentioned there, Webb, Fulton and Oak Ridge, uh, all well coached. So it, it's, it's, uh, I like the fact that our kids get to, to experience, um, you know, we go from, Middle Tennessee, all the way up to uh, up to East Tennessee, and then and then and, you know even South. So uh, it's it's uh, our kids get a full basketball experience whenever they come play here at Stone Memorial. It is a rather unique location to be, as he talked about getting to play across the uh, line for the Eastern Time Zone quite a lot. Coming this way towards more of the Upper Cumberland, quite a lot as well. A very unique place to play high school basketball. Stone Memorial in Cumberland County. That was Lady Panthers head coach Mike Buck as the Lady Panthers prepare to get their season back on track, falling to Knox Webb on Monday. I'm Colin Castleberry. This is the High School Playbook built. By Mountain Barn Builders. From the Lady Panthers to the Lady Tigers, we catch up now with DeKalb County's girls 
and head coach Brandy Alley discussing what they've got to do to get better and uh, what has gone right, what has gone wrong here in the early season. Coach Alley, uh, you know, a hard-fought ball game uh, with Warren County that you come out on the right side of, uh, and then tonight you take on Smith County. What did you like from your team against Warren, and what do you guys have to do better tonight against Smith County, a team you faced just about a week ago or two weeks ago uh, and came up short? At, um, at Warren game, we actually all played together and everybody played their part very well and was able to get everybody flowing on the same track. So if we can do that again, that'll be nice. It was just fun to watch them move the ball around and, you know, shooting, making 11 threes in the first half is always something you like to see as a coach. Um, as for Smith County, we did not play our best up there. And Smith County's a solid team, and that's not a team you can slip on. So we've got to come out here and get after them a little bit harder and um, follow our offensive plans and stick to our schemes a little bit better than we did last game. Um, it's still going to be a battle no matter what we do, but hopefully we uh, give them more of a fight. What's been encouraging for you about your team when it comes to the, you know, you saying, you know, we haven't necessarily played our best in some of these games, but uh, at times we've played really, really well and come away with victories. Just kind of what have you liked about knowing that your team has that capability and how do you find more consistency going forward? It's been fun watching individuals start filling their role. So we've had games where um, Tess Barton has stepped up and have had some really great games. We've had games where, of course, Ella has stepped up, where Avery's been the shooter or Chloe's been the shooter. And it's just seeing bits and pieces is very encouraging. And then finally at Warren County, it felt like everybody was on the same page and everybody was hot. So seeing that that's a hopeful that when we all get hot, what we're capable of doing um, is just very exciting moving forward to district time and the end of the season seeing how well to grow and develop and turn that into a more of a unified front how do you begin to find more consistency how do you turn warring county into not just one performance but a night in and night out sort of performance definitely there's been a lot of communication with our girls of what works for them you know just finding out we we moved the ball well and we had these and um, we had some really solid looks, so we're hoping that them seeing it in action will help them see what it could be against better teams and stronger teams that we'll face in our district. Um, but it's just constantly practicing the things that go right and, and all of us seeing what each of us is capable of. And so just taking those bits and pieces and figuring out what their consistency looks like and how to improve on it from there. We talked about this a little bit last time we spoke, but obviously your next three games are repeat performances. Smith County, Cannon County, and Watertown, all three teams you've already seen once this year. So what do you need to see differently from your team? What do you need to see from the Lady Tigers against an opponent that they've already seen uh, to continue to encourage you that you're moving in the right direction? Just composure and making sure we're doing things together. Um Cannon County, our last time we played, we had some selfishness in some spurts, and that is what spiraled us. So just seeing them actually buy into the plan and making the next step and um, just seeing a better performance of them the way they're supposed to play versus the way they used to play. 
DeKalb County head coach of the Lady Tigers, Brandy Alley, discussing it there, right? You got to improve. You got to continue to get better. Not how you used to play, how you want to play, how you need to play. I always say, right, practice doesn't make perfect. That would be perfect practice makes perfect. But certainly, the better your practice is, the more consistent you get in practice, the more consistent you get in ball games. DeKalb County girls coach Brandy Alley. Thank you to Coach Alley for joining us. Of course, this is the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. We've talked to DeKalb girls. We've talked Stone girls. Now how about we switch it up, talk a little boys basketball on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Let's go to Clark Range and speak with head coach Brent Logan, also coaches baseball there at Clark Range, took over this year and looking to build a new culture. And the Buffaloes have already won more games this season than they did last year. Coach Logan, uh, kind of getting into the meat and potatoes now of that non-district schedule, and you guys have played uh, quite a non-district schedule, certainly uh, no easy out by any stretch of the imagination so far this year for you guys. What have you liked from your team, and what are some things you feel like this team uh, still needs to get better at before we hit the district schedule in January? Yeah, like you said, we've had a it's been a tough schedule. I think eleven of our first fourteen games are against double and triple A schools, so like we we have to come out ready to play every night. I mean, there's no no games that you're going to come out and get an easy win for sure. Um, some of the things I've seen about our team that I'm loving right now is the effort and intensity. Like that's like the main thing we need to have to have a good team. Like we can teach all the other stuff, but if the effort's not there, I mean, it's going to be hard to have a good team. Um, some of the things we need to work on though are still like our communication isn't there on the floor. Uh, it's hard to get them to talk when they're in help side, you know, calling out screens and stuff like that. But we're getting better at it. Certainly you you started to talk about it right there. Communication really kind of shows itself on the defensive end. Uh, You know, over the last four games, 89 to L.A., 91 to Jellicoe, 97 to Stone Memorial. But then uh, you give up just 55 to Oneida. Where do you guys or how do you guys get better on the defensive end? Uh, I'm going to assume it starts with that communication. You're right. I mean, the communication, to me, is the most important part because if your teammates don't know there's a screen coming or, you know, that you have their help side, you know, say they're trying to throw an over-the-top pass, like they need to know you're there to help out. And, I mean, for me, that's the part they struggle with. And, I mean, we're getting better at it every day. They're figuring out that you're going to have to communicate if we're playing man-to-man defense or zone for that matter. Oh, I should apologize. I misread it. You scored 91 on Jellico. You gave up 82. It was a win. So I should, I should yeah. clarify that for everyone listening. So I don't get, <laughs> so I don't get any hate mail. But with right. that, with that being said, uh, you know, Jellico is one of those opponents you're going to see again here, uh, over the next about week, week and a half, uh, Cumberland County also on the docket coming up. What do you guys have to do when you're seeing a team a second time? What are kind of the pros? What are kind of the cons? And, and what can you learn from seeing a team again uh, that soon here early in the uh, early in the season? Yeah, I mean, it, it's a good way to see if you've got any growth going on for me. I mean, uh, Cumberland County, we played a decent game. But, I mean, there's always stuff you can improve on. So, having them this close, I mean, it's been 
two, maybe three weeks. Like, maybe we can see if we've improved any. And then you've also got that game film on, you know, how do we play against them? How do they play against us? Like, you know, who's their main scorers? Who do we need to, you know, try to shut down more? And, I mean, if you've watched those games, like Jellico has two really great players. That are, I mean, if you can hold them to 20, you've had a good night. And it just – that's the stuff we'll have to key in on on these next games to make sure we're doing a better job getting help side, making sure getting the rebounds. We gave up a lot of offensive rebounds. But I, I think we can correct everything that's wrong right now. Head coach Brent Logan, Clark Range Buffaloes, boys basketball. Uh, coach Logan, let's get a little more big picture, a little more existential. People obviously uh, look back at last season and see a team that won, I believe, just two games. You guys are already at three wins here on the early season, so theoretically that is improvement. But where have you seen the biggest improvement so far this season, just in terms of the team, the culture, and how do you continue to grow uh, the the culture and the kind of the mindset of this program and get it back where it feels like and Clark Range feels like it should be? Yeah. I mean, for me, and I mean, these kids are doing great about it. It's It's all about team. Like, I don't really care if somebody has 20 points. Now, is it a good thing? Yes. But, like, I would rather see all 15 of our players score five points apiece and us still get the win than having to rely on one guy the whole time. Um, and they're all buying in. I mean, you can see them making that extra pass. You know, they're they're trying to communicate. You know, they want to be team players. And, I mean, that that's a big part of basketball is just the want to and the drive to get better. And they have it, and I believe we will get it there. I can promise you the Buffaloes are not a team that you want to see if you're questioning drive, toughness, their want to, their uh, desire to get better. This is a team not uh, at all similar to last year's team in that they take pride in what they are doing. They're going to fight for it. Now, are they the best team? No, of course not. I don't think Coach Logan would, would, would tell you that they are, but certainly ask Livingston Academy, right? Or ask any of their, York, ask any of their opponents they have played so far if this is the same kind of team they saw last year, and they will tell you absolutely not. The Buffaloes are scrappy. They fight. The guys take pride, again, in wearing that Clark Range uh, name across their chest. So a very good year so far. And and again, only three wins, but you got to call that a good year when it's December 13th and you've won three games and last year you won two total all season. So head coach Brent Logan, Clark Range Buffaloes joins us and I appreciate it here on the High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Built by Mountain Barn Builders, this is the High School Playbook and from the Clark Range boys, we flip it back to the girls' side of UC Hardwood action. Head to Salina with the Clay County girls, the Lady Bulldogs. Head coach Matt Walker, who we caught up with in the preseason, but now after a couple weeks of action, how are they faring? Coach Walker, we're kind of getting into the meat and potatoes now, as you would call it, of the early season, the non-district schedule. What have you seen from your team that you've liked here as we enter mid-December, and what are some things you feel like you guys have really still got to clean up and get better at before January? Well, I like that we're playing a lot of young kids, uh, you know, a chance to get their feet wet in varsity ball. You know, we've got uh, 
four girls in our rotation right now that, uh, you know, was either JV last year or junior high last year. And, uh, they've all had some individual moments where they played well individually and they've all had some, uh, some growing pains individually. So, uh, trying to mix them in with our established core veterans. Uh, we've had some growing pains, but uh, pretty excited what the future looks like. You know, when you look back over the schedule, a bit a bit up and down, but you've played a lot of teams close, right? A, a, a one-point loss to Cannon County, a uh, five-point loss to Upperman. What do you guys have to do to just get over the hump? What's going to be the difference in some of those close games as we enter the district schedule? Well, we're still still adjusting some new roles. You know, we lost some really good seniors from last year, so that puts us all in some new roles and, and new positions we're not really familiar with. But, uh, you know, our seniors are coming along. Our seniors are starting to, to take to those roles and uh, to figure out who's the one that's going to close games for us and who's the one that's going to accept the challenge defensively for us late down the stretch and who's going to handle the ball for us down the stretch. So uh, but we've got some seniors ready to step up and take those roles. We're also uh, – you know, trying to fill in some young kids as well and trying to get their feet wet, whereas, uh, you know, they, they definitely wasn't playing varsity ball last year. But uh, I think they're going to help us more as the season goes along. Coming up, obviously, the Clay County Christmas Classic. you got to love not only getting to play in, in a tournament and see different competition, but obviously you guys getting to host one. What does that mean to you to get to host that Christmas tournament uh, the 18th through the, uh, the 18th and the 19th? Well, it's really good for our community. Uh, you know, we've got a local sponsor that, uh, that we definitely thank so much for. Uh, so it's good for our community to be able to come to our gym and not have to travel all over the state or to another state. So, uh, so our parents and our fans can keep their tax dollars right here at home and we can bring in some, some teams from other communities and, and get some of their tax dollars and some of their money into our program. And, uh, and, uh, it, it's good for everybody. It's good for our fans to stay right here and watch the games and, you know, not just watch us play, but watch a lot of good basketball all day long. One of the other things a lot of people notice, and this happens for you guys really across the board in every sport, is your ability to play teams from across the state line, to either go two teams in Kentucky or bring teams from Kentucky uh, across the line to Salina. What kind of advantage is that? Because I know uh, personally even having gotten to go up there and work for several months, it's a different kind of basketball. It's a different kind of football. It's They just play differently. What kind of advantage is that for you guys being able to see somebody who plays uh, just a drastically different kind of basketball? Well, right, right now, Cumberland County, Kentucky girls has a really good program. Uh, they've got a really good team this year, and they're definitely going to push us on the court. Uh, Monroe County, Kentucky, who's in our in our tournament, um, they are traditionally a really really strong program. Uh, state championships, multiple state tournaments. Um, just being able to play teams like that that have that history and tradition kind of kind of gives you something to look forward to when you see their name on the schedule. All right, final question here, Coach. Uh, you you brought up Cumberland County and Monroe County, Kentucky, uh, but you got one sandwiched in between there in Richland. Uh, what does Richland do? What do you love about getting to see them uh, and that very good program? Richland is very, very good, uh, in my opinion. They're probably a state tournament team this year. We played them at their place uh, for Christmas a couple years ago. I think that was the year we went to the uh, state semifinals, and I don't think they made it to the state tournament that year. I think they got beat maybe in the sub-state. And uh, like I said, we were the state semifinal team, and 
beat them right there at the very end, maybe a two-point win right there at the buzzer or something. And uh, that was one of their, I guess you'd call it rebuilding years. And, and now that they're on the rise and uh, have a chance to make some noise down in Murfreesboro this year, we know that's going to be a, a hard-fought game. And that's the type of teams, along with Upperman and York that uh, and East Robertson, that you want to see going into your district schedule. Hard teams, hard games going into your district schedule. Indeed, Clay County has played them all. The Lady Bulldogs have not shied away from competition so far this season, and it will probably benefit them come January when they're going out on the floor, and very rarely are they going to be stepping on the floor with a team better than teams they saw in their non-district schedule. Lady Bulldogs head coach Matt Walker, kind enough to join us there. I greatly appreciate it. You're listening the high school playbook built by mountain barn builders getting near the end here of the high school playbook built by mountain barn builders still a couple segments left however and now we're going to do a little cookville double feature we'll catch up with head coach josh hurd and head coach jamie gillis to talk about the cavaliers and lady cavaliers who of course have had red hot starts to the season cavaliers continued theirs at york on tuesday unfortunately the lady dragons found a way in the end to defeat the lady cavaliers to cut off a seven game winning streak tuesday but still a lot to get better at and a lot of expectations to temper if you're the lady cavaliers we begin with Cavaliers head coach Josh Hurd. Cavaliers head coach Josh Hurd joins us now just ahead of their game against the Dragons tonight here at York Institute in Jamestown. Coach, uh, you've had a pretty hot start to the year. You guys have, have played very well despite having guys out with injuries or sickness, having to kind of shuffle the lineup uh, throughout the year so far. What has that said about this team early in the year against tough opponents, uh, being able to kind of throw, you know, five different guys out there every other night? I mean, it's, it's, it's a testament to those guys. You know, that's the, the senior leadership and the junior leadership that we have on the team. You know, those guys have fought together, you know, for – Four years and three years, you know, together, and and now I think they're finding ways to win ball games. Um, I, I think in the years previous, you know, we've always found the way to how to lose it, you know, in those late late crunch time games, and and now, uh, you know, adding Colin Ayers to the lineup, you know, provides us a solid point guard, someone that can handle the ball, uh, and then just the experience of all the other players, you know, being able to handle the ball and take care of the ball and score the ball. Uh, it's, it's, it's been a it's been a great thing to see. You talked about it right there, but the re-addition, re-adding Colin Ayers to the lineup, what does having that kind of true veteran point guard uh, do for you guys as the non-district schedule uh, continues here through December? Well, I mean, he's a he's a he's a valuable um, leader, you know, with the ball, but he also is able to score the ball too. So, you know, that that actually frees up the scoring for all the other guys that's on the court, you know. Um, you know, last year a lot of people just keyed in on Josh and, you know, made it tough on him to score the ball. But now, you know, when they do that, you know, now we have Jack Oakley that can hit threes. We have Jalen that can hit threes. We have Jaron Davis that can make threes. And then the Colin Harris can just, you know, um, go off the dribble and just beat you to the rim and also hit threes. So um, just, just adding him provides another offensive weapon for us. But not only that, you know, he is a great on-the-ball def- um, defender. You know, he, he's, uh, he stays down. He stays in front. He's quick on his feet. You know, and, and just having somebody who's going to anchor down our defense from the point of it is a, is a valuable piece to have. 
That was head coach Josh Hurd of the Cookville Cavaliers. Now we turn right around the corner and we speak to his uh, compatriot, his partner in crime, Lady Cavs head coach Jamie Gillis. Two teams, obviously, as we've already mentioned, on very red-hot starts. Unfortunately, did fall. Did the girls to York on Tuesday night with the boys defeating the Dragons, as we've mentioned already. Here's head coach Jamie Gillis. Cookville Lady Cavs head coach Jamie Gillis. Coach Gillis, uh, as we've talked about previously, your team has started off uh, on a really hot run, um, but obviously you guys have also been to back-to-back Final Fours, and you have higher goals than that, as always, this year. So how do you kind of uh, temper the hot start? How do you keep the girls you know, as humble as, as you can when, when you've had such a great run here to begin the year? Well, we don't change a lot based on if we win or if we lose. I mean, we're, we're watching film. We watch film on, on us. We watch film on our opponents. You know, we, our practices are very intense. Um, you know, we don't, we don't take a lot of days off. So, you know, we do all those things, and it doesn't really change based on whether we win or lose. So, um, you know, we know there's things we've got to get better at, and so when we get in the gym, that's what we work on. Start with the film on yourself. What are the things you've seen over the last couple sessions that you guys still have to get better at? Offensively, we've we've got to do a better job of, of moving and cutting. Um, you know, we want to find Isabel, and sometimes we stand and, and wait for Isabel to get open, and it's easy for defenses to just guard her when we stand. So we talked about, you know, moving on offense and then, um, you know, always communication, um, you know, through through our screens, through defense, you know, wherever we're at. So, you know, those are just a, a couple of things that we look at. And then we look at, you know, individual things, and I talk to each girl and see, you know, work on the things they need to work on. And, and this team's been really great. They're very receptive. Obviously, right now it's a game at a time, and it, as it always will be, but we're also kind of looking towards Christmas break. It's fast approaching. How do you set yourself up for success uh, for when you're not in school but still going to have some ball games, possibly tournaments, things like that? We try to keep our schedule, you know, around the same even when we're not in school. So we'll, I'll try to get them up early, you know, get out and do some shooting. Um, you know, we're going to Gatlinburg um, here in a couple of weeks, and we'll play three days in a row. And, you know, that's not ideal, but if we get back to the state tournament, you know, that that's what we're going to have. So we want to we want to it's a it's a good plan to do that and uh we're, we'll be staying together staying on the road so it's just it's almost like a good you know just a practice for hopefully when we get back there so we can learn how to you know watch film in a day and not really have a whole day to prepare for teams but to be able to just go out there and, and do what we need to do go out there and do what you need to do that is point blank easy and simple and certainly uh what they did not do for much of that game against the lady dragons found ways though late in that ball game despite isabel garcia fouling out in you know a questionable ways that is not up to me to determine just the fact of the matter is coaches players fans everybody in that gym felt like you know maybe that was a little much york didn't get calls either it was not you know, it, it was, according to many you talked to, not well officiated either way. But point is, she gets a foul out. Isabel Garcia fouls out. And Carolee Gilbert steps up in a massive way and dang near leads her team to a comeback victory. So a lot to be happy about if you're the Lady Cavaliers. A lot to grow in as well, as you heard from Coach Gillis. Thank you to Coach Hurd as well. The Cavaliers have had a great start to the year, beating teams like York, like Knox Webb. Uh, and so they have certainly grown a lot and having Colin Ayers back is uh, the best way to show that progress on the floor. This is the high school playbook. It's built. 
by Mountain Barn Builders. Monterey, where we head next to talk boys basketball more up on the mountain. We speak with head coach Will Putnam. Comments he has made about rebuilding the culture there. Where do they get better? How do they get better? As obviously it is a uh, fairly new coach in a fairly new program with a fairly new athletic director. So a lot of change happening for Monterey. Of course, girls coach Randall Phillips also in his first year. Will Putnam in his second there, I believe, at Monterey. Either way, the culture is shifting and you will hear it as we speak with head coach Will Putnam. I got to give a lot of credit to my boys. Um, this was not an easy week for us. We not really been an easy season up until this point, but they are a very resilient group. I've challenged them in ways I don't think they expected me to challenge them, and they've met those challenges head on, and they haven't backed down at all. Um, we talk a lot in our program about not being scared of success and not being fearful in moments that are um, where we have to make plays. You guys obviously play a game of runs. That is what basketball is. What does it say about your team and their ability to weather those storms, to weather those runs, uh, and and stop theirs and go on some of their own? It just shows you the toughness of our group and and the togetherness of our group. Now, obviously, at the high school level, you see it a little bit more, but uh, hardly at any level of basketball does a guy play an entire ball game, especially all five guys. So, again, what does it say about your guys that they're in the type of condition that they can all five go out there uh, and play for 32 minutes. It, it's a testament to them because we we had a tough conditioning session um, um, season, I should say, like before our, our season actually began. And we uh, we don't shy away from saying that if you're going to be good, you got to be in shape. And, and the boys really took that to heart. And I think they've looked after themselves off the court as well as taking care of themselves before they come to practice and even after practice. So they're making the right decisions, and those decisions are sewing up because they're having the legs to finish all four quarters. We love the positives. It's what we want to concentrate on, but obviously in the early season, still plenty to work on as well. Uh, Coach Putnam, where does this team have to get better going forward? We have to continue to understand that in games, there are going to be moments where you're down. There are going to be moments where you're up. And in those moments, we've got to fall back on what we know how to do and trust the process, trust the things that we really try to teach them on a daily basis, that we make a big emphasis and part of our program. If we can rely on those tenants, if we can stay together as a team, the scoreboard, it's going to take care of itself and and we always say the scoreboard doesn't define us these results are what they are we don't like being where we're at right now we don't like only having one win on the year but we know that if we continue to do the things that we did this could be a changing of the tide for us you've talked about it earlier this year with me and it sounds as if you're talking about it more here it's the culture for Monterey basketball, not just really for the guys, for both teams, and I'm certainly not going to ask you to speak for Coach Phillips, but just the culture of basketball at Monterey, really a changing of the guard, the uh, new AD as well in Ben Novak. What is that like? How is that culture coming? How do you feel like basketball is changing there at Monterey High School? We're putting all of our emphasis on making sure that the student athletes have an experience that they can look back on fondly. And, and trying to make sure that we're maximizing every experience they have, whether it be on the court, in the classroom, and along the way, we as coaches and administrators and fans, we're trying to teach them lessons that hopefully once their career at Monterey High School is over, they can take those lessons with them and be successful fathers, husbands, dads, brothers, whatever it is. 
That was head coach Will Putnam, Monterey Wildcat Basketball. How do they build a culture? How is that going? Where does it come from? All of the questions he is being asked, and of course, and clearly a team that has got to learn to play as a team, and they have begun to do that. It just hasn't necessarily turned into W's yet, but don't be surprised if down the line it doesn't turn into W's as they continue on through winter break and into their district schedule in January. I'm Colin Castleberry, built by Mountain Barn Builders. This is the High School Playbook. This has been the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Colin Castleberry with you all night long. I appreciate each and every one of you for listening. Shout out and, of course, thank you to our guests from Clay, Stone, and DeKalb, girls coaches. Those are Matt Walker, uh, Brandy Alley, and Mike Buck, of course. Thank you to Clark Range Boys Baseball and Basketball Coach Brent Logan for talking to us about helping build that culture you just heard moments ago from Monterey's boys coach Will Putnam and of course, the Cookville Supercut is what we'll call it. We caught up with Josh Hurd and Jamie Gillis in segment number five. The biggest thing, thank you guys for listening. It's the reason I get to do what I love. I appreciate it so much. And so a happy holidays, a Merry Christmas as we enter winter break and that season. Don't forget to stay tuned next week. Christmas tournament games galore for Cookville. We'll have Game of the Week stuff randomly popping in on Monterey and Upperman. And, of course, I'll be on the call for Livingston Academy down in Orlando before Christmas in Charleston after Christmas on WLIV. Game of the Weeks, that's Upperman and Monterey. You can catch on Sports Radio uh, 104.7 and Cookville on News Talk 94.1. This has been the High School Playbook, and it is built by Mountain Barn Builders.